Good morning, good morning, Dr. Gary on the road. We are dental practice brokers nationwide. We try to give you live updates of negotiations in dental practice sales, what happens on a hourly or day-by-day basis. Today's topic is, what are the consequences, and this is a case study, case study, what are the consequences when the buyer decides again to not engage the services of a dental attorney. What happened this time? We're going to get into that. As you know, we're doing the dental practice brokerage 12 years. We have 10 employees, two CPA accountants, marketing director, operations director, and five development acquisition specialists. So, you want to reach us it's 201-663-0935 and our website is dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com you get a lot of information there we put a lot of time and effort into that so read that check it out and uh, I'm sure we could help you with something so The information you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It is not legal or business advice. So please be aware of that. You can reach us 24, just about 24-7. Actually, 7.30 a.m. East Coast time to 9.30 p.m. We always pick up the phone. We work 363 days a year. We take off Christmas and Easter. If you want to sell to a DSO, please call us. We work with all of them around the country, some of the biggest ones. Majority of them pay our commission, so there's no commission to you. And under certain circumstances, we can get your legal fees reimbursed at closing. So let me know. Give us a call. So what's today's case study? This just happened. The last month has been going on, or two months has been going on. And then stuff happened last night. What a freaking headache this is. So the buyer decided he's not using or she's not using an attorney. All right. You can do that. We don't suggest it. It's not a good idea. It does not protect you properly. It is not a wise way to go. But if you decide not to use an attorney, that's your right. So I think it just leads to nothing but a mess. You are unprotected. So the buyer over the last two, three months is negotiating directly with the seller. Now the seller has an attorney, but the seller is not giving the attorney the information until sort of second hand. Again, when you have buyer and seller negotiating directly, then you got a he said, she said, who said, I said, who said what? And there's no, there's no recall on it. When you have the two attorneys, before any documents are produced, the attorneys kind of talk, okay, what do you have going on? Let's go over the deal. What do you think? Uh, what's your restrictive covenant? What's your access to records? What's your remake policy? Uh, what are the issues about the rent? Is the seller going to, uh, he owns the real estate. He'll become the landlord. Are we on the right terms? So all of these things are discussed with the two attorneys. and They're used to doing this all the time. Now, attorneys have no emotion in the deal. It's just a deal. They want to protect you, the seller, and you, the buyer. So what happened in this case, again, this is a case study, the buyer and the seller negotiating too much. 
coming up to all these ideas and thoughts and, and different plans and it's like they shouldn't have gone that deep into negotiations and then when it came time to put it on paper because the buyer didn't have a attorney the seller said I'll make up the letter of intent that you're going to give me so the seller's attorney makes it up and it doesn't reflect the conversation that the buyer and the seller had the seller gave the information to the attorney based on his or her memory. The buyer has his or her memory of the discussions. And now it goes on paper, it's given to the buyer and the buyer's pissed. I never said this, I didn't say that. The seller says, oh yes you did, don't you remember the conversation? There's no recall of events, because I as the buyer, as the broker, wasn't privy to their inside conversation. I told them this problem was gonna happen. Do not discuss the deal with the seller and the buyer. Go to your attorneys, give them the framework of the deal, let them discuss it. And contrary to, to often you hear that all oh, the attorneys mixed up everything, no. The attorney's focus is to protect you. So if everything falls apart, he has a solid, or she, the attorney has created a solid contract for you to reflect upon. After the deal's over, all you have is the contract. Now, the attorney has been through this so many times. There is no emotion in it. But what's happening in this case study, the buyer tells the seller to make the letter of intent. The seller of intent, letter of intent, doesn't reflect all of the conversations that the buyer and the seller had, and they're pissed. What a problem. What a issue, what a problem. So we're trying to do the best we can with this, and let's see if we can get through it. I don't know. I think we will, uh, and we'll stabilize. I had to jump in there and talk to the uh, the seller this morning and try to communicate. All right, bye.